This is John with Rack Out Apparel. Here's your fit rack. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to third episode of Fit Rack. Um, this week, I have a couple soldiers who are going to talk about their experiences. It'll be Specialist Gonzalez and Specialist Hayslip. All right, Specialist Hayslip. So did you try the 30-day uh, to get your PT test, correct? Yes, I did. All right, give me a little example about the Tabata Center. That was what you were trying. Well, according to your message here, I was supposed to do the Tabata sprints um, four days a week. It was it entails a 30-second sprint, for a, and after I number the sprint, I jog 15 seconds, and then I repeat the sprint, and I would end up doing it for maybe 20 to 30 sets, right? Yeah. Okay. How did you feel with doing them? Well, they, they, they really put you, they make you suffer for sure. Yeah. Like when you're running in, in the really, especially with the cold weather, the cold weather definitely made it even harder on you. So basically what I got from it was it was improving my endurance for sure because it made me run longer than I usually would. And in fact, I think that that would actually be longer than a two mile run anyway from how many sets I'd be doing from that. Right. And the best thing was that I wasn't able to stop. I wasn't able to, I had to either jog or run as hard as I could was the thing. So it got me used to being run, running in, an, in a completely winded state, which is really good for endurance for the PT test for a two mile run in 16 minutes or less. Correct. Right. Dallas, do you have uh, any input with that? Yeah, I used to do them for my push-ups. Um, yeah, I would do like 20 second bursts and then 10 second rest and um it helps you with like your your speed um and like the power during the push-up because you have two minutes to do them so so you, uh, you use them with your push-ups too yeah for sure you can do push-up sit-ups run either oh, one yeah. of those absolutely the endurance build. for sure it's um it's great because after like you know the fifth set like your your muscles are pretty much you're pretty shot so i mean it's like kind of touching on his sprinting exercises it really helps you force like you're still trying to push out as many as you can as fast you know as quickly as you can but you're dead so i mean you're just like you're working on complete like anaerobic failure you know it's just like it's great i mean it just helps you with your like i did 80 in one minute yesterday <laughs> so like it's it's it helps for sure all right so second topic actually what i want to bring up maybe different than what you guys were ready for but um I want to talk about like uh, proteins. Proteins. I really like to talk about the uh, pre-workouts, just because I have my thoughts on pre-workouts. I know a couple of the other guys. You guys are a little probably a little different. So, give me a uh, give me like your tips on what you want for like a protein to use. Protein shake. Do you use a pre-workout? I do. I actually do use a variety of supplements. I use multivitamins at night because they say you should. The best way to absorb the nutrients from the multivitamin is when you're not doing very much, when you're in a relaxed state while resting. So I take the multivitamins at night. And for proteins, if I'm trying to lean down, I'm usually looking for a whey protein isolate because I've, I mean, from what I've read, it digests the fastest and it's not going to make you put on much weight because all what's in the nutrition contents is there's not, there's not very much fat, much fat carbohydrates, or calories. 
So it's perfect for if you're trying to lean out and it's good for a post-workout because it digests fast and that's what you're, you need to get into your, into your body as soon as possible. Now, if I'm trying to gain mass, I would use <clears throat> probably one of those mass gainers with a, because they have a little bit of extra carbohydrates in them to help you put on some more size, some more weight. Because that's what you really need to do to gain muscle is to be in a caloric surplus. But to lose body fat, you need to be in a caloric deficit to burn more calories than you consume. The second thing. <laughs> right, what, about, what, about what about your pre-workout? Pre-workout? Um, well, if, I'm, if it's going to be a day for endurance workouts, I would say to look for a protein with a decent amount of beta alanine. That is the, that's what's going to give you the tingling sensation, the itchiness. And it's, it's supposedly supposed to give you more endurance, what they say. Okay. Now, if it's more like a strength workout or like if I'm trying to get the biggest pump I can, I'm going to use a pre-workout with a lot of L-citrulline and L-arginine. Now, because that's, I'm not sure exactly what it does. Um, I've, I've read about it before, but I just can't. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what I said, what I read about it. But yeah, something in the blood, you know, it's going to give you a stronger feeling, a stronger pump whenever you do it. Uh, I actually like just coffee. Coffee before workouts. Um, it's easy. Um, it's not overbearing on caffeine. So I'm starting to get old now, so fuck. Um, <laughs> so like it's not 300 milligrams of caffeine, um, like so a straight shot. Four shots of espresso. <laughs> I do that, <laughs> but right. So I guess if I if I fall back on a pre workout, I, I just buy an RTD from uh, from the gym for like two okay. two three bucks. They got like the C four. I don't really like drinking carbonation beforehand because I do like to do cardio every time I work out. That bloats me, and that's uh, it's gonna hinder my it's gonna hinder my workout my progress. So um, I try to stick to stuff that's not carbonated. So if I have to do pre-workout, I mean, I liked Hyde. Mr. Hyde was pretty awesome. Um, I've used uh, BPIs, uh, 1MR. That one's pretty solid. Uh, it's really got some awesome flavors. I think BPIs won like a lot of awards for like the, some great tasting pre's. Um, if you're looking for workout, like for proteins, I mean, you can always eat beforehand. I don't think that's ever bad. Like for an hour beforehand, keep it light, um, unless like you're really like, Hailsip was kind of talking about if you're trying to like bulk, man, you're just eating all the time. So um, just get yourself, I guess, before a workout, maybe an apple, um, something lean, some lean meat, obviously. And you're gonna need your body's gonna need some carbs, and uh, you want some protein, so your body's able to like rebuild as quickly as it can. So uh, yeah, apple and chicken, I guess, staple. Uh, egg whites, I fuck with eggs all the time. Right. Um, tuna's good. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I'm going to move into uh, a topic that I, I've heard a lot. Run before or run after? Well, um, depends what your goal is. in my personal opinion, sure. towards our new ACFT, I'm going to say the best thing you can do is to lift your weights first and then run, mm -hmm. just to see what kind of effects, it's, how it's going to affect your running. Because that's what you do during the ACFT, during the six events. They're all strength-based exercises and combat movements, compound movements. So once, you, once you're done doing those, you're going to have to immediately get on that track and run your two miles. So I think that's the, what you should do during your workouts. After you get done doing your strength workouts, do some, some cardio on the treadmill or run. So it's not, going to be as, it's not going to be as surprising or a new experience for you 
when you actually take the ACFT yourself. Okay, compared to that though, not if I'm working out, I'm not taking the APFT. I'm not taking. I'm not in the military, but I'm working out. <coughs> fat loss, easier fat loss. Um, it's supposed to be afterward. It, it, it is supposed to be, but it takes uh, this. Another soldier, uh, Captain Bradford, he told me he's a pretty he's pretty good at his fitness. He's pre pretty expert. He's been doing it for a long time. But anyway, he said that you have to run like a lot in order to actually start burning more fat after you lift your weights. Right. And he also says running before will give is kind of like a good warm up to any to any lift you might do because it's pretty much your entire body that's getting a little bit of a you know, people say not to stretch cold muscles, but like instead do a warm up. Well, uh, running is a good warm up for, for that. It's going to get your heart going as well as you're ready for those weights. Jog it out for a couple minutes before you start your workout. Um, it's, not a bad, it's not a bad idea. So, would you jog it, jog it out for a minute? Yeah, get your heart rate up before yeah, you jump in. Set the treadmill at six, go for five minutes. You know, it's half a mile. I, I would uh, then go work out and then come back and hit. Let's do some hit. Apparently, that's like the best. It's supposed to keep your body in like a like an increased metabolic rate for like hours afterwards. So like if you do steady state cardio, which a lot of people do, right. um, you're doing well burning at the time. But then afterward, I think the window, like it tapers off pretty quickly. But then with hit, like because you're putting, you're inducing more stress on your body, it takes a longer time for it to recover. And uh, so it's like hours afterward that <clears throat> your metabolism is still kicking. And, so. and HIT is high intensity interval training, right? That's right. Can you give me some examples of like some workouts you would do for it for that? Tabata. <laughs> yeah, Tabata. Yeah. Circuit training. Um, it's 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 a, it's mm, this much activity or exercise, that much rest. Yeah. Right. I mean, it messes you up. It's good, but uh. That's what yeah. it's for, right? Right, right, right. So Take you out of but, your um, comfort zone. For right. Sure. As for before or after, it's just mostly like I, I will religiously do it first. I, I will run a mile first before my workout almost every time. Or I'll bike. Um, I've been getting into that lately. But um, it's really like when you, the beginning of your workout, you're going to be using most of whatever you've eaten like uh, prior to. Like you're going to be using a lot of your energy, your carb sources, like your body's reserves. So at the end of the workout, it's going to be hard. So running after workout is going to be difficult. I mean, it will train you for the new PT test, but uh, it's just going to hurt. Um, but I like running first because it's a, it was point of emphasis for me to do better on my cardio. Yeah. So I wanted to do that first and put more of my, my was it glycogen storage into that instead of um, at the end. It was great. I mean, you're not going to go wrong. As long as you're moving, like it's, it's good for you. All right, so I'll, let's do a last question. Right. Last question. I'm let's say I I don't work out. I'm wanting to get into it. Give me give me an example. I go in and um, you know I, I found a good workout routine that I want to do, and you know I do my first one. Of course, I'm gonna be sore, right? right. I'm gonna be sore after the next day. Right. Right. How long should I wait before I go back in? Um, well, I remember when I was first starting and I usually tried to get about 24 hours, maybe. So if you were to work out, it, it's usually best to try and work out the same times every day so your body will get used to it. Right. And sometimes you can switch it up if you want to. But say if you were to go in at 7 a.m., you just wait your 24 hours and do 7 a.m. the next day. 
Body loves consistency, man. Even Body if you're, well. even if you're a little bit sore, um, in my experience, the soreness usually goes away once you start working out. Yeah, it will go away. First week's the hardest. For just, sure. You just got to push past it. Try to do some stretching, obviously some some light stretching, and then you'll get more into your your flexibility will increase. You know, time, your muscles will adapt, but it will be the first week or two. It's going to kill you. It's going to be hard, but once you push past the first 14 days, it's just habit then. Or I guess, what is it, 21 days to form a habit? Something like that. Uh, yeah, maybe a month or so. Yeah, but then you just, you'll start seeing results maybe like after a couple months, and then you'll just kind of start feeling it. You just really like get hooked on the feel, hooked on the look. I guess that's a Snapchat story, you know, I think. Hooked on the look. Yeah, something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's great, though. Yeah, like it's – and just remember, like, I think a lot of people don't go to the gym because they're afraid or embarrassed or like they're nervous about looking silly. It's a it's an intimidation, yeah. It's yeah. um Oh man. Like I've been going to gym for eight years now and like Gym intimidation, yeah. Yeah, what's called? When I, when I see someone that's just starting out or if like somebody's a little heavier but they're at the gym, I'm not making fun of them in my head. Like I'm actually like pretty proud of them. I don't know them, but I'm proud of them for getting out there and doing something. I mean it's it's something. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't like make fun of anyone for trying to change who they are. Like that's just wrong. Yeah, because I mean, we're all just trying to better ourselves. So it's like good for you. Uh, it's awesome for you. Like you get out there. Like just be proud that you're taking that step. The first step's always the hardest. Getting outside of your comfort zone. It's difficult. So just remember that uh, everybody's been there. I didn't bench press in public for until like I was 25. Really? Yeah, I didn't do it. I was like 12 first time I benched in public. Right. And uh, some of the dudes like made fun of me because like I was a little bitch. I was like 12, right? I'm not moving mad weight, so they made fun of me. And I was, dude, it took me 13 years to bench press in public again. That's a real story. So just remember, everybody's been there. So that's that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of people are gonna have. Yeah. Thanks to the purple gym, right? Because <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, is hey. that right? They came out because yeah, they wanted to get rid of the intimidation. Sure. I get that. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm all guilty as charged. I make fun of the gym, but like, <laughs> but it's it's just it's playful fun. You know, yeah. it's like friendly rivalry. You know, yeah, right. like I don't really like if that's where you want to go. That's awesome, man. Uh, if anything, it's just gonna push you to go harder. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Those actually, those mm -hmm. treadmills go up to 15. <laughs> like most other gyms don't. So like, right on. <laughs> if you can do it, do it. So yeah, just keep in mind everybody's been there. All right. Any closing statements for you guys? Anything you want to? quickly say to touch up on what we've just done? No, not really. <laughs> I don't know. Well, just don't stop. Just don't stop. All the hard work pays yeah. off eventually. It really does. It does. Yeah. Yeah, you, just really, you just need to know what you're doing. Starting is the hardest thing, for sure. All right, there you have it. Thank you, guys. Everyone, much love and thank you for listening to Fit Rack by Rack Out Apparel. Check them out at uh, rackoutapparel.com, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, we appreciate the love. Thank you.